0: fly podcast this is your host jesse cornelson and with me today travis reed travis how you feeling today buddy
1: great just fantastic (laughs) had an excellent weekend of basketball and golf and a a little bit of drinking
0: (laughs) a little a little Uh, we're working on like a 48 hour hangover for you right now I,
1: i think it might just be
0: something else so we'll, wow. we'll see. Well, hopefully you're not that. Or I'm easy. just getting that old. It's one of the two. <laughs> well, let's talk about the weekend. Let's talk about let's talk about this past weekend, and we'll start with uh, with you know basketball games in March. They're always fun. Um, so what do you remember?
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I remember Kentucky beating Auburn.
0: Uh, <laughs> Is that right? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. In my head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, now we went head to head in our survivor pool. We were kind of both running out of teams. Everybody we picked kept on winning, <laughs> so we were running out of options. So yeah. we ended up head to head. I had Kentucky. You had Auburn. Um, obviously, really close game with overtime. Yeah. Pulled that one out. Um, but yeah, we talked on last week's podcast if we could repick when we got to the Sweet Sixteen. I would have taken Auburn to, right. to the Final Four. Um, and then, of course, one of their players tore his ACL. Still didn't matter. They good. still got there. So um, it'll be really interesting.
0: Um, it's going to be a fun Final Four. I like this Final Four. Yeah. Uh, I really do. You've I know. Got... I, I really like that Duke's not in it. <laughs> <It's just laughs> Me good. too. Yeah. Me too. I I mean, I guess I say that. I, would, I wouldn't have cared if Duke was in it because, obviously, I like watching them play. They're, they're probably the most fun team to watch play if that's... I mean, with Zion and Barrett and all those guys, like, they're fun to watch, but... I guess. As far as, like, I'm glad, well, not just for that, but I'm glad Michigan State's still in it because that gives me a chance to win our bracket. Yeah. I have them winning it all. I was the only team in our pool that took Michigan State, pretty much the only team that took Michigan State to beat Duke. No, I did that. Yeah, I think you were the only other one.
1: That's why. yeah. So... Our group's about 15, 20 people, something like that. and It's going to come down to these last two games, and it's probably one of us is going to come out on top, which makes sense because yep. we're the ones talking about sports all the time. Yep. So we, we obviously know it, the most. we look at it. But. Um,
0: yeah, I'll be rooting for Texas Tech. I'm sure you will. On get On Saturday. Get on those Red Raiders. No, It, it should be uh, really fun matchups. We'll talk about that one first. Uh, Michigan State, Texas Tech. Michigan State has shown that they can win ugly. They can win... It's really, they're, they're different this year than they ever have been because they win without being really a good rebounding team. And that has been their M.O. for the last 20 years. Has been They're not going to let you get any second chances, but they're by far the worst rebounding team out of this Final Four as far as giving up offensive boards. And it's that was what scared me the most when they played Duke because of Duke's athleticism and everything and their lack of ability to shoot threes. Um, and they still fire them up, you know, at a pretty consistent basis. I was scared that, they, you know, Zion and company would own the offensive glass and get a lot of easy ones. They actually limited them a little bit in that way. Uh, still a great game, but it'd be fun to watch them play a team like Texas Tech. Uh, Even though Texas Tech is not fun to watch, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, That Texas Tech-Michigan game, that first half was maybe the worst half of basketball I've seen all year. Yeah. It was brutally bad.
0: Looking back on it now, though, it's just Texas Tech is just so good on defense.
1: Yeah, and they just weren't making any shots in the second half. They continued to play good defense, but their shots started falling, and they just ran away with it.
0: And, and I mean, they could have won that game... With the way they play defense in that game, if they just make their normal open threes, like you know, if they just make 40% of them or 35%, like they normally do, they win that game by 25, because they just lock Michigan down. But it's it's gonna be a really good, really good Final Four.
1: Yeah. Um, so Michigan State minus two and a half total at 132 and a
0: half. They're expecting a close one.
1: What What do you think on that one? I know you like Michigan State in your bracket, but if yeah. you can kind of separate yourself from that. What was the total again? One thirty-two and a half. I... One thirty-two somewhere. I more. wouldn't
0: bet this game. Uh, I wouldn't bet it because that seems like... I, I think you're going to get 60 points from each team. You know, and it, with it being that tight of a game, you bring overtime into, into play. I... I wouldn't bet it. I, I, I like Michigan State. I think they're going to win, but I couldn't say for sure that I like that bet.
1: Yeah, I'm actually I'm leaning towards Texas Tech on this one. Um, like
0: to to cover to win, I guess probably both, right?
1: Yeah, probably both. There is one three out there, and three is about where. I mean, I'll, I'll probably still split it some on the money line and some on the spread, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I, what do you I like, like te- about Texas Tech? Um, s- slow-paced game. Um, yeah. They're going to slow it down, keep it close. Um, and like you said, with their defense. Yeah, I just. I don't know. It just seems like it should be even closer than this. I think it should be closer to a pick. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I agree. Like you, like you said, it's hard to pick a winner in this one. I, I think two and a half, three points is probably a little too much. And a lot of that's just based on name brand, Michigan State. Right, what's this? Their tenth time or something? They've
0: been there before. They've and done this it. this is
1: Texas Tech very for, first time. Yeah. So, I. But we say that like these kids were there <laughs> in the previous. No, it's a it's it's a four year right. thing. Right. Or for a lot of these kids, it's not. But these actual players don't have experience. But that doesn't mean you know just because you have programs that have done it. Like I guess Izzo having. Yeah, the the coaching side
0: of it. But Beard's no. I mean, he's. I know that he may not have been in this situation before, but you know his coaching tree uh, starts with Bob Knight. Like that's uh, you get you get a Bobby Knight style coach that has learned from him, and then he coached underneath Pat Knight as well. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily give it. I mean, I would give a slight advantage maybe to Izzo, but I don't know if you can give an advantage here because of the way that Texas Tech's kids. Respond to how he does. I think coaching is more of um, getting through your player at this at this level at this high of a, a level. It's getting through to your players and getting them to buy into what you're doing. And clearly, they've done that. Yeah. So, you know, how much of a coaching edge is there? I don't know, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't lean one way or the other based on that either.
1: Now, uh, speaking of coaching, um, I wonder if Beard. Just gets a boatload of money from Texas Tech. If another team tries to come in there and you know, you know, back up the truck and say, "All right, blank check." What
0: do you want? It's interesting because the team that's out there trying to do that right now is UCLA. Right. Like if UCLA comes in, and is like, "Hey, we'll give you thirty million over seven years." I mean, it it would be hard to pass that up. I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know UCLA has the history and everything like that, but is it really that great of a job anymore? Is Texas Tech a great job? I don't know, if that's where you want to be and and they'll pay you similar money. Maybe, but I guess... If if you could... I mean, really, only the rest of the conference isn't that great. I mean, you have Kansas, of course, who's always going to be there. But you could kind of own Texas, really. I mean, Texas and TCU are both in the NIT Right. Baylor didn't even make a tournament, um, so. I but mean,
0: Texas is still going to be.
1: Well, it's always going to be football.
0: Yeah, but not not just that. But the University of Texas is always going to be. You're always going to be a little brother. If you're if you're at Texas Tech, you're you know, you're always going to be fighting that, an uphill battle against Texas for any recruit on any stage. Uh, you go to UCLA, and yeah, you're competing with USC some, but. That conference is so not good at basketball <laughs> right now. You go to UCLA and you you have a you know a couple good years. And all of a sudden you're you're Kansas in the Pac-12, like you're yeah. winning the conference consistently and continuing to get you know because of the name brand. Like that's the one thing that I would be worried about if I were Texas Tech. Like, how much money is it going to take to keep this guy? Yeah. But uh yeah, I, I would stay away from the game. You say that you actually like the Texas Tech side. Um if without without the, the line, the number, all that stuff, without betting on it, who do you like you think Texas Tech will win the game? I do. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. I actually
0: Yeah, well,
1: I yeah. guess I won't spoil the next game. Let's go ahead and jump right into okay. it.
0: Okay, let's go to the next one. Auburn, Virginia. Um the line is Virginia minus five and a half. Yeah, big one. That's a that's a much larger line than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah,
1: and everybody's jumping on board the Auburn side. Seventy four percent of bets at Sports Insights taking the Auburn Tigers. Um and I can't say I disagree. Five and a half's a lot, especially for a team like Virginia to cover. Yeah. Um it just seems like if they do win, it's they're not going to blow them out. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like Auburn here, and I, I kind of like Auburn money line too. Yeah,
0: I, I, I do too. I I think ideally for for Auburn to win, they're going to have to. I mean, I shouldn't. I mean, it's pretty obvious they're going to have to keep doing what they've been doing, and that is making threes and playing good defense. Yeah, because Virginia. The way you beat Virginia is you have to make threes. You cannot win scoring two points at a time. You just can't beat them like that. They don't give up enough. They're too solid defensively. And offensively, man, they are efficient. They score, you know six and a half trips out of every ten they're scoring six and a half times down the floor
1: yeah it's not pretty but efficient is the key word there yeah I, I mean it gets the job done
0: and you you have to make threes
1: this is just a crazy game for Styles yeah because Virginia wants to take the air out of the ball and slow it down and Auburn just wants to run yeah so it'll be really interesting to see who affects the other team more does yeah.
0: you know. I like Auburn I do but I will say this. Virginia's guards are so good that if they can control the tempo, if, if those, if their guards, if Guy and the other, the other kid uh, can control the tempo, um, I, I actually, I, I like Virginia to win the game. Um, I just like five and a half. I think that's too much, but um, yeah. if Virginia can can do that, I, I like them to win the game. I think it's all going to come down to that.
1: Yeah, to, to I, pace. I think I lean that way too. Um i, I need Virginia for my bracket, but uh I, I think I do like Auburn there in the five and a half. That might be a pass though. If I don't like jumping on board with the rest of the you know, the seventy four percent of bets that are all taken Auburn. Right. That just usually that
0: means that has the line moved? Um What's the line movement been like? 'Cause that's I mean that'll no, that'll be more really. indicative of how much money's coming in, the sharps. Not really. Pinnacle opened at five and a half. It's still at five and a half. So um, it's actually, yeah. Kind of, even though, even though they're taking on, you know, it's three kind of, quarters of the bets are coming in on 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 Auburn, the real money still staying on Virginia side.
1: Yeah, and they probably haven't seen a lot of it show up either. I mean, well, there's true. not a whole lot of people it's that true. um have bet so far. There's a lot of money that's going to come in on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. right. So we'll we'll kind of see. I bet we'll see more line movement
0: there. So you like to to in your championship game? You have Texas Tech, Virginia. Yeah, that's who you see. Who wins that one then? In your head, I think Virginia wins the whole
1: thing. I think, yeah, yeah.
0: I, man, it's hard. I to think disagree. they're the best
1: team. Best team left. You know what? A crazy story if that does happen. Go from the first team ever to lose to a sixteen next year, win it all.
0: Yeah, no kidding, and the one thing i want to know what that line's going to be cuz they're if they those two teams play each other you want to talk about
1: what's the total
0: yeah <laughs> similar styles not not yeah. different styles similar styles i mean that might be the lowest total ever in a championship game it'll it'll be down there yeah 1 115 it'd be below 120 It'll definitely. Uh, it's, it's, that's crazy. That's crazy to think. That's gonna be the if that's the national championship game. What are the ratings gonna be for that?
1: It'll still be high. You Everybody think? watch. I mean, yeah, it's a national championship game. Everybody's gonna watch it. Yeah. I, I mean, it won't be like if you had like Duke, Carolina. Obviously, you're gonna get a huge, right. a bigger rating. Right. But I don't think you're ever gonna get a bad rating, even if it's any of the four matchups. It could be. Right. Um People are gonna watch.
0: It's the just, worst, I think, would be Texas Tech Auburn as far as ratings go. Maybe but, I just think. But well, then you just, also
1: you have one team that's for sure gonna win their first title ever.
0: Yeah, that's true. But the fan bases from Virginia and Michigan State are much bigger nationally than the than Texas Tech and Auburn would be. True. So I don't anyway. know.
1: I'm always bad at that stuff because I'm I'm gonna it watch all of it anyway. Yeah, it so I, I'm, I never have a good some, you know what the average I I should just like text my parents like are you watching the game on Monday they're (laughs) a good feeler out for you know just the average person are you gonna watch this game
0: what's been your favorite like your your favorite I guess I know you don't really like to do like the storylines but like your favorite moment of the tournament so far was it the UCF Duke game is that kind of the best game or except for the well, I
1: mean, if it would have went in, it would have been my favorite. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't know. Best moment? I. It's probably that one. Is it, I mean, is it well? Virginia Tech Duke was really good too.
0: What about what about? Uh, uh, Purdue. Uh, wasn't Purdue, it Purdue? That, yeah, Purdue Tennessee. Yeah, that was a good one. The the overtime, the they had to... Wait, was it Purdue? Who was it that had the scramble, like the scramble on the missed free throw, and they, they tied it up at the buzzer?
1: That was Duke. Oh, wait, no. No, no, no. They got the offensive rebound. I don't
0: know. You don't remember? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? No, I don't. the The free throw, like, they're at the free throw line. They're down three. Okay? Or down two. Miss the first free throw. Okay. So now they have to make, they have three seconds left. Now they have to miss the second one on purpose. They do it. It gets tipped all the way back into the backcourt. The guard runs back, grabs it, takes two dribbles, fires it, and the big man ties it at the buzzer to send it to overtime. What team was that? What game was that? Wait, are you talking about the Virginia game? Was that Virginia? Yeah, that was Virginia Purdue. That's what it was. That's what it was. I, I just couldn't remember what teams it was, but yeah, yeah that that had to be the best moment of that, the tournament. Well, that, that was finish.
1: That was the painful moment. That was the one where I had Duke plus, or Purdue plus the points, and they lost by half a point in overtime. And yeah, yeah, that that was not a good one, good moment. <laughs> no, but I
0: mean, okay.
1: See, I yeah, because I convert everything into just betting yeah. moments. How, how'd you? Yeah, how'd yeah. You do I I really don't care about the story. <laughs> oh, well, that
0: the, that was a phenomenal moment though. Like the way that played out. But, I mean,
1: my jaw was definitely on the floor, but <laughs> n- not for a good reason.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Purdue at 81 would look pretty good right about now.
0: Well, if I'm looking at it, I think the two best teams left are Michigan State and Purdue. You think it's Texas Tech, or Michigan State and Virginia, and you think it's Texas Tech and Virginia. I think that that. I don't know if Texas Tech is better. Um,. I just think matchup wise, that's a bad one for Michigan State. Right. Guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. We will. Um, so we had a uh, our bracket, our survivor pool. Um, because of that Auburn Kentucky game, I ended up winning, even though we both lost the day before. The day before, um, we had to repick for the next day, so I still had Auburn was the only team I had left. To pick, that's the only team I could pick. I think,
1: and I could pick Kentucky or Auburn, but right. I had to pick that game. Right. So
0: I went with. Uh, you went against it.
1: I went with Kentucky because I knew you couldn't pick them. So. Right.
0: So with that being said, I am um, going to get a nice bottle of. You know. You know what I was thinking because you had said that you wanted the Maker's Mark. I think I'm just gonna do that. Just get the same thing? Just get the same thing. Alright. I think it's like a fifty five dollar bottle. Uh and you know, we're gonna drink it together anyway, so I figure Maker's Mark is my favorite it's my favorite, you know, whiskey anyway, so Yeah, what is it the cask
1: reserve or cast, something like that? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. It's good stuff. So
1: Alright, we'll give that a shot.
0: Yeah. Alright, well Thanks uh, a lot, Gonzaga.
1: <laughs>
0: Bags of shit. Uh so let's move into uh, let's move into baseball here. Um, transition into baseball. We've got you know a, not quite well. I guess basically a week under our belt now, um, and I don't know where do you want to start with this because I guess the, the surprise I guess right now would be the Red Sox are one and four. Um, yeah. They haven't pitched it at all. I mean, I not i didn't even know that
1: because I—I really don't look at records too much. I mean, this early, um, they just have a
0: pitch. I, I mean, they've scored, but
1: I would say, I mean, Chris Sale goes again tonight.
0: Yeah, if
1: he looks bad again tonight, then you you have to start to worry. Um,
0: I don't think you worry six games into the season.
1: No, I mean, if his velocity is down again, yeah. Yeah. I, I I would get worried. That like results, I don't think matter as much as. Input like right. okay is he still throwing hard is he does he still have you know right. break on his pitches it's like all right if it takes you a few starts to get into it fine but if you're throwing five miles an hour slower than you were yeah last, last year, year yeah. something's up something's
0: up <laughs> so
1: guess. and then you start have to get worried and that's what the case was now Grant, he didn't have a long spring training right right so that that could be this could be nothing blip on the radar type stuff. But yeah, that would definitely be concerning if your ace that you uh, just signed to an extension has yeah. uh, arm issues right out of the shoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: I. You know who's you know who's in second place in the AL East right now? Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore baby. Orioles, three and one.
1: <laughs> I'm mad. I've only bet on them twice. <laughs> I took them the second and third game in the Yankees. You could get them like plus two and a half at like minus 105, which is an un that's real line, crazy. Like, to get two and a half runs, and it's basically a, a toss-up. Right. <laughs> it's nuts.
0: That is nuts. I, I saw this thing on, on Twitter the other day. I was talking, like, you know, betting baseball. If you're betting essentially the same – if you're betting the same unit every single time, is there a team that you would bet on or against – if you're betting the exact same amount for 162 yeah, games, you just had to flat bet the whole season. Flat bet the whole season, and I said, like, my response would be, I would go against Baltimore every single game for the entire season.
1: Yeah, and mean, I wonder
0: how that would work.
1: Probably poorly. Um, I, I think mean, there's not a whole lot of teams that are profitable and a whole lot of against teams that are going to be profitable. Right. There's there's so many more that you're screwed either way. Right. There's, they're just going to land right on – you're just going to end up drinking all the juice and um, losing money either way. right? I, I don't know who I would pick on that. You'd have to pick a team that you think is undervalued compared to the market, but the problem is over the course of the season, the market catches up. Right. So now all of a sudden your edge is kind of gone. Um,
0: Early you might be able to garner an edge.
1: Yeah. My team might be the Rockies just 'cause I'm I'm higher on them than I think a lot of people the betting market and everything yep. like that. So
0: I mean they're they're I saw a few like prior to the season, like uh win total stuff, that kind of thing, and it had the Rockies at be anywhere between eighty two and eighty four. You yeah. know, and you think they're a ninety win team. Right. So I mean you might you might be able to garner an edge there.
1: So yeah cause, but you extrapolate that over 162 games your edge is minuscule if yeah. you think of it like that yeah it's just that's just such a weird and honestly poor way to go about it. Oh yeah <laughs> like it's not something it's a, that Yeah it's an interesting exercise but yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's not something that anyone would actually do
0: right. Cause it, you know in practice It's just like it's like if you have let's say you have let's say you pick the Yankees okay and you're betting on the Yankees every single game, okay? Just money line. Where I'm talking yeah. money line, okay? So they're gonna be, you know, just use five games, you know, you might win the first four, but if you lose the fifth, you've basically broken even. Um,
1: yeah, not that crazy, but yeah, they're gonna have to win like eight well, percent of the games. Yeah, they're gonna be minus. They're not gonna be as big of favorites as they were against Baltimore, though. That, that's the biggest favorite they're going to be all year.
0: Probably.
1: Against Royals. Baltimore at home. Yeah, against KC at home. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, there's also going to be times where they're underdogs at Houston, underdogs at right. Boston. Right. Know? So, it's, but, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Yeah. The the real question is, no, if you could go back and take Baltimore, would you do it? Because they're already up, like... They're at three games now. Yeah, but they... They were like plus 300 and plus 290. You're up, you know, six units already, right? Um, mm. but yeah, it's something tells me it's not gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I feel like those six units will go bye bye pretty quick, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so moving on to the actual, you know, divisional, that kind of thing. Any surprises early on? Anything that you like, you don't like that you've what you've seen? <gasps> um, I mean,
1: Philly, I don't want to call them a surprise, but they got off to the start that they were probably hoping for. 3-0. Where you know? Seemingly everybody they they picked up in the offseason is homered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Real Muto looks good. McCutcheon looks good. Harper looks good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's exactly what they were wanting. Right. Um, big game tonight against Scherzer. We'll see if that continues. Yep. But uh, Houston might just. Destroy the AL West by yep. like a ton. I, I saw a stat. They only had like three walks all season. Right. <laughs> and they're just mowing people down. Um, they're only two and three, though. Yeah, but again, like I said, results, not too concerned. I'm looking more right. at those peripheral stats with how that's going to be predictive in the future. And,
0: and <laughs> Houston's going to be. They're going to be a force. They're going to be tough to deal with all year. Mariners,
1: six and one. Mariners off to a hot start, yeah. I it's I don't a little surprising, but they've yeah. got some players. Yeah, everyone thought players. they did like a total like rebuild. All they had was like a couple of trades. Right. Like they got rid of Cano and Diaz, and I get that Cano's a big name, but I mean, I mean. it's he's not Cano five years ago, right? Um, so yeah, I think the Mariners are an okay team, and I don't think they're going to be. You know that good all year, but could they sneak into a wild card race? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it makes baseball great. A lot of these teams can sneak into a wild card race. I agree. And then if you kind of stay hot, all of a sudden your GM and front office says, "All right, let's get a couple more pieces yeah, and then let's, make let's, a run at this."
0: Yeah. Let's let's get a bullpen guy. Let's do it. Yeah. You know. And there's still some guys out there that haven't even signed yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, Kimbrel's still not on a team.
0: God, what Isn't a it? joke! What a joke that is. We
1: don't know. I mean, he did come out, and it said that he wanted six years, and no one was ever going to give him six years. Right. So if, he was st- if he's still at, like, no, I want six years, then he's not going to get signed by anybody. Right. So, I mean, we don't know I, mean, which side is being ridiculous here. If We don't know if it's the teams or the player. so.
0: Did you see that article? I don't know. If you, you were probably too hungover to read yesterday, but there was a pretty good article on ESPN. It was talking about um, – like the the dispersion of money from the free agent market and everything um there was like two billion spent this year, okay, and it was like forty percent was spent on ten players,
1: yeah, it's you know and and a lot of it's been spent on just extending your own guys, not even right like a lot of these like we just saw Kuna. Signed today, uh, right. for 100 mil, but mm-hmm. he's. I mean, it's these players, and they're they're starting to sign extensions early with the teams, and not worrying yeah. about hitting free agency because free agency's not the not the windfall it, what, yeah. that it used to be. So. And
0: and that's what that's what the article was kind of built around is what where does the free agent like it's going to turn into? Free agency might turn into you know something of a, an afterthought in a way, because, you know, guys like, guys like Trout, who, you know, are the superstar players that everybody wants to get a shot at. Now they're just signing early and just signing, you know, half a billion dollar deals. And it's like, well, you know, you want to talk about it hurting the league. This is what, this is the going back to the conversation we had a few weeks ago. That is going to make the, the smaller market teams, that is what's going to hurt them. They may have the money to go out and spend, but if players aren't there, who are they going to spend it on?
1: Yeah, they're gonna. I, I'm worried we're in for a strike again in a couple of years. I agree, because um, they're gonna they're gonna have to totally rip up how the six year arbitration and free agency work. Yeah, they're. I don't I don't know what they're going to move to, but there's a clear divide between players and owners in.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look good. NBA does it best, does it the best out of any of our major sports. They they I they guess. encourage their players to do free agency.
1: Yeah, but they also have a player maximum, which is bad for the players. Yes, they should just do a, a salary cap with no player max, and it's like if we want to play, pay LeBron sixty million, and the, uh, all these other guys too, and you want to build your team like that, you can. Right. Um so yeah I I think the player max is the only thing but overall yeah I, I agree the NBA encourages well uh, I mean
0: you want to talk about well, relevancy. The, the, players mean, the players NBA? have
1: the players have so much more power right like, exactly the players have more leverage than the teams almost so
0: Oh they absolutely do
1: cuz the teams need those superstar players cuz there's fewer of them than there are teams right like Kevin Durant doesn't need any of these teams. Like one of them is gonna give him the max amount of money, right? And multiple will offer that, so he's not really. He basically gets to decide where he wants to go.
0: Exactly, and and it's that's why that's why they do it better. That's why they do it better is because the players have the control, and when you take the when you when you take the control away from. I shouldn't say all the control, but when you take the majority of the control and put it in the players pocket, you know, it makes the league a lot more visible in the off season. And that's what the major league that's what major league baseball needs. You know, they need the winter meetings to mean something. Yeah, they need There's nothing done. Yeah. <laughs> as long as the season is, you know, basically the last month of the season Until you get to the playoffs, nobody pays attention unless you're in a pennant race. Like it is all football at that point. They lose part of their season there. Then you get into the NBA and NBA playoffs last two months and that garners all the attention away from the early part of the baseball season. You know, they need some attention and you know, in the January, the February when you know, football season's winding down. It's almost over. It gets over, you know, first week of February. From that point until, you know, the NBA playoffs take off, they need that attention, and they don't have it right now. And that's mostly because they do free agency wrong.
1: It, it's it's getting it's worse, crazy. too. <laughs> like, it's gotten – used to be there's some big signings, and then you'd have a lot of winter meetings. And then last year was kind of the first year we saw – Guys, not signing when the season started. Right. And now we're seeing even more of that. Right. They're just like, they're waiting it out. Um, so it's, yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, (laughs) pessimistic about where the, uh, the new CBA is going to go. Yeah. So two,
0: two years, man. Two years, and we're going to, we're going to have a a stoppage. I don't know if it'll be a work stoppage or a strike, but it's going to be some sort of no, no baseball. Um, Alright, so the last thing I'm gonna mention and I'm just gonna throw this out there. Um the Cubs are in last place in the NL Central at one and three. Here yes!
1: Here
0: yeah. Um and uh fuck the Cubs. So
1: Yeah. I'd be happy with that.
0: Yeah. Um you got anything else you wanna add in, baseball wise?
1: Uh baseball wise? No, not really. I think it's I mean you don't wanna make It's so early. Yeah, you don't wanna make any like declarations based off of 5 6 games.
0: I, I undervalued the Brewers though. Just watching them swing it. Those I mean, guys that that's a fucking good lineup, man.
1: Yeah. I I was always worried about their pitching. I I knew their lineup was going to be good.
0: But, but their pitching their it, pitching will be there, I
1: think. It was just fine so yeah. far. We'll we'll see if it continues, but yeah, their lineup's
0: loaded. Yeah, they're they're really good. Uh, I think you're going to get you're going to have out of that central I mean, the Central is going to have the two, I would say, the two biggest players for MVP. And right now, I mean, it's Yelich and Goldschmidt and everybody else. Like, it's not close in the NL, I don't think.
1: Uh, Bellinger's off to a pretty good start, too.
0: Yeah. Yelich is... Uh, I mean,
1: well, yeah, nobody... It's a week. Yeah, yeah we, I know, but I'm saying, about that kid,
0: but, I mean, he, he's MVP for a reason. Like, he's... A, oh, yeah. He's outstanding and he's only getting better he's, he can't get that guy out right now yeah it's kind of scary um all right so let's move into uh let's move into golf we're, we're now nine days away from the masters um hello friends <laughs> uh, watching last week the match play I know it's match play it's totally different I love it by the way I wish there were more match play events yeah i do too um, Although
1: then I don't know, it might make this one less fun, you know. I think that I think you could do at least one more. I think one in the playoffs would be fun. I do too.
0: I was gonna say that in the FedEx Cup. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But there's so many events that are stroke play events that, you know, yeah, they're watchable and and I watch them because I love golf. But they would be so much more exciting as. As match play events. But here's, like, they could even do, like, modified match play where the first two days are stroke play. And then, you know, you take the the top 32 or whatever from there and play it down match play-wise. Yeah. Like, that would be really cool. I, I would like to do that. I would like to see that. It won't happen, but it would be really cool. But let's talk about the match play a little bit. Um, You know... Burger, you played Tiger, beat him, one up. T- no. Uh, Tiger lost. Yeah,
1: well, that guy didn't beat him. Tiger, I I guess he did play well enough. He to played win. pretty good. I mean, he he went down the stretch. I think he had birdie, birdie, eagle, birdie, and then a par at the end. But, right. I mean, I don't think anybody expected Tiger to miss that put on eighteen.
0: I think uh, Tiger might have expected to miss it. <laughs> I he, uh, he
1: he looked a little shocked whenever
0: it happened yeah but and this is such a contrarian take and I don't believe this I really don't but I just am going to throw it out there maybe he tried maybe he didn't want to no (laughs) like does he want to play 36 more on Sunday in the cold and wind when he's already played I mean yeah I agree he does he doesn't want to miss but it's like how disappointed do you think he was Probably not that disappointing.
1: I don't know. I think he won. Wants- he
0: probably went home and was like, oh, "Man, I got four good rounds in today or this week. I, I'm good to go. I, I don't. I don't need two more rounds. of High stress. Like he's way too competitive for that. No, I'm not saying. That, listen, I'm not saying that he tried to miss or something. What I was, you say-
1: kind of are. No, there's no, only two I, of us on this podcast. I,
0: I, <laughs> I preceded that comment by saying I don't think this. I'm just throwing it out there, like. He may not have been that disappointed. Like, let's be honest. He he might not. Have I disagree.
1: I I think he absolutely wants to win every tournament. Um, I think if he finishes anything but first, he he hates it.
0: I I, I agree. I'll, I'll just say that he doesn't want to get beat and get beat badly, like get beat five and four or something. But when it comes down to that, and he's played that well. You know, if he if he doesn't play the next day, eh, whatever. I don't think it matters that much. I, I think it means nothing. It means nothing. You're crazy. Well, um, Kisner, though, God, I love that guy. Remember last year when we were doing this and I was like, that guy needs to be, he is like, mm-hmm. he is one of the best match play players in the world, if not the best. He needed to be on that Ryder Cup team last year because of what you saw. He just doesn't give up holes. He may not make the most birdies, but like, and I I know this is beating a dead horse. There's nothing we can do about it, but man, that that golf course in France, I mean, it was tight. It was not set up for bombers. It was set up for guys like Kevin Kisner and, oh, uh, Francisco Molinari who just crushed us <laughs> that plays the exact same game as Kevin Kisner. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's such a, I don't know, such such bullshit that that guy wasn't on the team. But whatever, I've said my piece on that before.
1: May I bet it'll come up again. Um, so are you liking? We'll have a probably a full Masters ne-
0: next week. Next yeah. week. Um, but is there anybody you like looking ahead now? Yeah. Um, say that guy's name again because I can't pronounce it Berger! no not uh-huh. him the guy I told you uh, before the hand Kiradek Appy Barnrat Appy Barnrat yeah at 150 to 1 right now um, that guy's played pretty well at Augusta and he is uh, under the radar so far that he's 150 to 1 um, I like him I like him in that in that spot at that price do I really think he's going to go out and win eh Probably not, but uh, that's the one guy that really that really stood out to me. I know that there's other guys there. Um, what about you? What's your favorite? Uh, I I actually already took one.
1: Um, it was actually during the match play. I thought Stenson looked back. He yeah, looked like his old self, and I took him. I was able to find him at eighty to one. Um, I'm not sure what he is now. Uh, let me see if I can look that up.
0: Forty to one. He's
1: Forty to one. So yeah, that that definitely went down after some of the match play. But right. his whole thing is irons, and when he started sticking some of them, I was like, all right, he might be back. I'll I'll throw a shot on him. Um, I hate the top guys now. Right. Uh, Rory at seven, DJ at ten, Rose, Tiger at twelve.
0: I don't think there's any value in them. Um, hmm. There's there's two more guys that I'm looking at here that I will have bets on. Um I, I kind of like Oostazen at 40.
1: He's won. uh he's played well here uh, a few times. Um Not sure what what are your other two?
0: My two are and this is I know that this is not the smartest, I guess probably, but Jordan Speith at 20 to 1 at that golf course, I will take it every single year. I will bet that if if you give me Jordan Spieth and I don't care what his world ranking is, I don't care how he's been playing, you give me Jordan Spieth, you give me twenty to one odds at Augusta National, I'm going to take it every year from here until he turns sixty. <laughs> like I think because I think I'm going to win, you know, at least two of those, and I'm gonna make money on that bet. So I I, I would take Jordan Spieth at twenty to one. Um I really like Tommy Fleetwood at 22 to 1. That was the other um, guy I was looking at. But the one that really sticks out to me the most and it's just because his recent form has been so good, that's Coocher. I mean, he is at 40 to 1 and all that guy has done this year since October has played lights out. I mean, he has played so well um and and he's like the 30th pick on the board. I mean, that guy that guy deserves like i think that line is way short for kooter
1: so, yeah
0: those are the, those are the guys that i really like now obviously you know rory at 7 to 1 with the way rory's played i mean he he might go out and just destroy that golf course and and win by four shots he might do it he might but you have to if you're 7 to 1 you have to be like around
1: uh, what's that? Like fourteen percent? Yeah. You know, and I don't. I I would I never think, bet that. I don't think he wins fourteen percent of the time. No,
0: I would never bet it. I'm just saying that he he he's a pretty he's his form is really good and, and oh, yeah he's uh I I don't I don't disagree with the fact that he's oh he definitely the should be favored. favorite yeah
1: I I I agree um but yeah I just think the field is so loaded that you're much better off taking some of these longer shots than you are some of the favorites. Right. Just because there's, there's just
0: so many good players. Finau down there at 40-1 to one is also interesting to me. Um, the, the way I'm looking at it is I look at the guys that I feel like outside of the top four or five betting picks, which are Rory, DJ, Rose, Tiger, Rom. I'd even throw JT in there. Um, you get, you get below there. Guess who else is at 20 to one? Were you thinking Brooks Kepka? No. Oh. Molinari? Molinari's at 20 to one. That guy's been the best player in the world for the last year. Like, I know that he hasn't won every single tournament, but I mean, he is right there. I mean, every, I mean, every tournament. You could say, look at Kepka's major record. It's, yeah, it's but rear. where has he been the rest of the time? Who cares? I mean, is, is it, well, I mean, yeah, he's played really well in a couple U.S. Opens. I don't in the know. PGA.
1: Yeah, I don't know how well he's played here. To be honest, right off the top of head, we'll have better uh, research, I think, for next week. But yeah, I won't
0: Mol- know. Molinari at twenty to one after his after his recent form. I mean, this is it, it is a loaded field. It's a smaller field too, so you don't have you know it's not your standard one hundred and forty man field. So you're not going to have guys that you don't know really playing in this tournament um, outside of, you know, a a couple amateurs and, you know, that kind of thing. But everybody on that, everybody on the list is like a, I mean, you know who they are. Yeah. So, I mean, you can throw out some of the older guys that are still playing. um, What?
1: I was just getting ready to say Jose Maria Olathabo, thousand to one, baby. Get that dancing going before the match. Get a little wine in them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not a whole lot of long shots there that really make a lot of sense off first glance. I mean, there's some guys that they just put down there that are tempting, like Freddie Couples at 250-1, to but he's not actually going to win.
0: No. No, probably not. Is there anything else that you like? You don't like?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll need to take we'll more really, time. We'll
0: really hit it. We'll really hit it next week. It'll be pretty much all Masters next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, DraftKings. These are just a... kind of early, early lines. Yeah, they're getting closer to where you can actually take into account recent form and whatnot. But uh, you know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, DraftKings has a uh, huge Masters tournament. I think I'm pretty sure it's a million to first. So, um, let me double check that.
0: Pretty sure it is.
1: Yeah, twenty dollars entry, million dollars first.
0: How many lineups are you gonna get in there? What's the max lineups in that?
1: Probably 150. So that'd be what three grand.
0: Yeah.
1: Probably not that many.
0: I'll put (laughs) a few. I'll have a few. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it should be fun anyway. But You got anything else, man? Anything else that you're just itching to tell the world? Uh, All of my
1: Alliance of American Football bets are going to be uh, refunded, so yeah. that's good. Looks like that league is going to kind of close up shop. Well, they Say stopped
0: we, operations as of today, right?
1: Apparently, yeah. I, I saw some what they called Hail Mary options. Um, but, yeah, it looks like that league is no longer going to exist, so... Probably good for me. My futures weren't looking all too great, so those will probably get refunded. Yeah. And uh, just get that money back and use that, try to win a million bucks on uh, Master's Week. There you go.
0: It's a good good plan. Good plan. My question on that is, and I know that you don't like questions, so, uh, <laughs> you know, so these guys, and I, I have done zero research on this, so this question may sound silly, but... These guys all signed three year contracts. Right? Worth seventy five thousand dollars a year, right? Yeah. Or was it twenty was guess, it seventy five total or was it seventy five a year? I thought it was seventy five a year. I, I did too. Okay. So they all signed these contracts and now now what? Like
1: they'll all just be voided if the, I, that's
0: why I was at I didn't know if they had like if they were going to pay them, like buy them out of something. I didn't know how that was gonna work.
1: I don't know. Uh, I'm not much of a lawyer, but I would imagine like the whole thing gets voided, they probably get stuck with whatever they've been paid so far, and that's it.
0: What about the guys that got injured? That's that's to me, when a league does this kind of stuff and goes under, that's what I that's what I I worry about. Not not because of the players. I'm not worried about their their paycheck necessarily, but I'm worried about you know they have, I'm sure they had insurance through them. I'm sure they had different things. And they risk a lot, and some of those guys got hurt, you know. And now all of a sudden, the league just folds up shop. Are they still going to continue? Is that going to be good? That kind of stuff. I didn't know if you'd seen any of that.
1: I haven't. No, because I, I mean, it's just now coming out today that it's going to fold. I, I imagine some of those details will come out right in the next couple of days.
0: But oh, it's sad, um, man. It's sad. It's. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see the NFL start their own feeder league. Couple years, yeah,
1: and the XFL is supposed to start next year. Um, the difference is the XFL has Vince McMahon, yeah, and it's more money they're, than they, they're not gonna worry about money, yeah, they're not gonna run out, so um, yeah, stuff. It's, it's been getting, I mean, it's decent football, it's not great, right, but it's decent. It gives guys like you know, Johnny Menzel another try, and and he's probably a bad example because he. Probably right. doesn't deserve one. But there's a lot of guys that do deserve second chances. Right. And, um, the ratings weren't all that terrible. Attendance was, eh, yeah, like 10,000. But, I mean, that's – hell, there were some Blue Jays and Reds games that got less than 10,000 people. Yep. Um, so it's not like leagues can't survive with that type of attendance. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, man. I, I don't got anything else. Nope, me neither. Let's – Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's go Texas Tech. uh, And let's go Virginia this week. That's who I'm uh, banking on.
0: I'm I'm banking on Sparty. Give me that money. All Sparty. Give me that money. All All right. right. See you guys next week. Cheers.